yeah, brother. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. <laughs> that takes like the landlord special where they just like shellac paint on everything to just an unbelievable <laughs> level of like depravity. I like. Well, the, now we I now like that we're thin, recording, we have to fill these people in. I like the thin, poorly painted beige line flag, <laughs> which is just the, the thin blue line. The flag, landlord flag, the blue. It has like the really bad paint striped out it. Finally, we got and some representation. What is the deal with that? Like landlords. it is just it like it completely covers like built-ins, like it, it like on door hinges and stuff. Like, how do you get to the point when you just completely lose the ability to give a shit like that? Really easily. <laughs> Low income housing, baby. It's already government subsidized. You're getting a guaranteed paycheck either way. You just got to keep the four ro- the four walls connected to a roof. The four roofs connected to a wall. Is that what you're going to say? Sometimes. That could also that. work. Yeah. 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 The speaking of. Uh, the wall could be on top. <laughs> speaking of four roofs other way. connected to a wall, uh, I've been continuing to play Fallout 4, and I just went to Vault 88, and like the amount of build space you get there is unhinged which which one is that that's like uh it's the fourth fallout game no i mean (laughs) it's actually the fifth uh so it was for the like the big um like vault tech dlc so like it's in the south uh north southeast southeast corner of the map and um basically there's like another you know there's like a vault out there and some people have been like trapped in the vault in like lockdown conditions with like the alarm blaring for like 150 years and they've all become ghouls yeah that would make sense yeah only one survives because they they have like a major radiation leak from their like uh like plutonium core that was supposed to power everything so um but yeah when you go in it's like it's it's like it was added to the game to just give you a place to go wild with building basically and uh Mm. the like core area is already the largest build area in the game. And then it just, like, there are three, like, adjacent sectors that you can build in, and each one of those is among the largest build areas in the game. So, like, all combined, it's just insanely huge. And it's, like, filled with uh, all the supplies you would need to build stuff. So, like, there's basically an unlimited amount of concrete. Uh, There's a uranium mine, so you can go, like, farm uranium. Um, I don't know why I'm thinking. I think I've been in there. Is oh, that where you, you mean, like first start building? Right. It's where they give you like a really big bunker to build in. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was DLC. Um, it was one of the first wait, DLCs. Wait, wait, to come wait, wait. Out. You oh, you mean Fallout Four? Yeah, the fourth Fallout yes. game. Gotcha, gotcha. Actually, it's the fifth, I guess. Gotcha. New Vegas was the best Fallout game, having not really played one or two. Because they're just too old. I don't know, man. I enjoy Fallout Shelter. <laughs> okay, that's incorrect. It was. We'll fine get back to that later in the episode. <laughs> it was fine. How long until they make Fallout Go? It's got to just be a, a matter of time, right? That's they just you using it. your actual camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just you using your camera with a CNN overlay. Actually, it's just going to be uh, another version of Skyrim. It's all the Skyrim mechanics, but it's in the various maps of the Fallout games. Yeah, fuck, I'd play it. Every once in a while, I'll see someone go, Hey, come join me. I'm going to be live on blah, blah, blah. 
uh, I'm playing Skyrim. And I was like, Seen it. oof. That's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. Get some people up in there. No one probably has so ever wonderful. released so many versions of a game. Like, it is unbelievable. So they passed Doom. I believe so. Uh, well, Doom. I, I know that. That one's that's a lot. Can you play Doom on your Alexa, though? Using only your voice? Because you can play can't Skyrim you, on there. Can't you play Doom on a pregnancy test? On a toothpick? I'm can't pretty you sure play, you can on a pregnancy test. Can't you test. play Doom in Doom? Yeah, that's true. You can. You can play Wolfenstein in Wolfenstein. Can't you play Doom in Skyrim? <laughs> Probably. Wait, hold on. That's interesting. I think you can. Technically, <laughs> Alduin is trying to play Doom against everyone that lives in Skyrim. He just wants to play Doom. That's yeah. why he's so angry. Folks. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm actually looking up, can you play Doom in Skyrim and it's killing me. <laughs> it's gotta be true. I'm not even going to finish looking. I'm, I, I typed Doom in Skyrim, and that's the first time I've actually had to type Skyrim in my search bar for a long time. So I, I think now. I think you can, but you have to get the pre... You have to go into Dreams, where they made Fallout, and then inside of Fallout, someone has created Doom. That sounds about right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. All right, so that's pretty much what you've been doing is just building in Vault 88. Well, basically, that's the only fun part of Fallout 4. <laughs> so, yes. The building? Yeah. I'm just making a nice little cozy town. Is, is it bigger? Because I remember there being just a shit ton of restrictions, and I was like, man, I want to build, like, a wall around my community. But maybe I was just making the community too big. But what am I going to do? Like, leave half of the houses out? I don't know. Yeah, just like, weird. yeah, within, like, I'm trying to keep things internally consistent. So, like, the vault, I'm going to only use, like, vault building supplies, basically, and I'm just going to try to create a little, uh, little vault of my own. Like, this is what the vault should be. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it, it gives a whole weights. new, like, building item category of, like, vault items, basically. So. Right, right. Yeah, I remember doing, I, I do remember doing it, um, briefly, because I was just, like, yeah. I don't know. It's cool. Maybe I mean, it for me or yeah, it's. Or maybe I, I played too much already at that point. Yeah, the the game does definitely like. It has the same thing as in Skyrim, where they have the like infinite um, quest, like the randomized quest creation, and it's <laughs> like it, I just that was, I don't know. Was it good in Skyrim? Even I don't know. Probably not, honestly. So. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Not a huge fan. Um, I'm watching the video that you're streaming, and these people just made, like, a beautiful town. It's amazing. Yeah. It looks good. They have, like, they have their water. They have Love a, that. a lot of electrical. I would live here. Yeah, it has, like, it comes with the most powerful, like, pre-built items in the game, basically. Like, there is a, um, a like, a Vault-Tec water purifier in the back that gives 100 water. And it's just, it's right off the bat, it's already installed. Um, they have a thing that gives, like, uh, 100 watts of power or whatever. Hmm. Um, that's extremely good. It's just, it's just built in, it's in the front. Anything that needs powered can kind of independently pull the power from that, so. That's pretty dope. 
I Makes think I've easy. seen this game once or twice. Yeah. It's not great. It's fine. It's <clears throat> it's not what we uh not what we wanted. No. It's what we got. And uh, a lot of us dealt with it. Yep. This dude, yeah, in the video he just created like a pool. Yeah, he's a using really, all, he's really using rods and stuff. Pool. Yeah. Which I, I like to just do what the game has pre-built. I agree. But the mod stuff is really cool. I'm always nervous about using mods because I'm afraid of like shattering my game code. <laughs> so I've had bad experience in the past every once in a while. Okay. Is it, well, would that be a, a bug or would that just be another feature to the game? I mean, when, when you're talking about uh, Bethesda bugs are games, features. Yeah, bugs are and features. And Bethesda titles. Yeah. Exactly Except the right. one that broke the Skyrim intro for months. <laughs> Did you remember reading about that? <laughs> What was it? Did you the the intro to Skyrim yeah, and how it was broken because like that was in in game development they had so much trouble because the intro kept crashing when they were trying to to run it. Yeah. And it was all because of a fucking bee. Yep. The cart was like hitting a bee and it couldn't like process what was happening. <laughs> it's pretty Cuz they added they had to add collision detection to the insects so you could grab butterflies and stuff. Yeah. And Apparently there was a I mean, bee rendered in the game in the intro section, and the the wagon kept hitting it and causing it to go flying off track and everything. They probably resolved that by removing the collision detection <laughs> on that bee like specifically. It, I'm pretty sure that is what they did. Because yeah, I, I I don't think you need collision to be able to pick up something. You pass through it, like when you walk into yeah. butterflies and bees and sky. Yeah, they have you like, like a stop. They don't have a hit box, but they have like a collection box, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a different. Um, like uh like mass yep. thing that you can mass box you can put around something. Yep. It's like a light volume kind of box. Folks, um, for, welcome to game design. Well, yeah, welcome to game design. <laughs> uh we're just going to have you play uh I don't know. What, what are we going to have them play? Gone Home. That's what they had us play. Simply remake Skyrim but with the Fallout 4 building mechanics. Here's dreams. Uh for me, uh Sunday after we got done recording, I like uh like actually for the first time in a long time, like I wanted to, I I said I was going to play something and uh, I downloaded it and played it. I played um, wow. New World. Usually I'm just like I'm gonna go play this and then I think about it and then I'm like nah, and I end up playing something else. Skyrim. Like, I, I actually I got into uh, Diablo three, bought the Necromancer, started playing oh, Diablo yeah. a lot um, that's the other thing I played over the week um, but that's not as exciting as something that comes out later this month um, I'm not 100% sure I was supposed to be able to play this hmm. over the last uh, I played it for three days and I don't think I'm supposed to be playing able to play it at all um, love that I couldn't see anything about a like alpha or beta that was happening at that time um, there is one coming up, I think, for pre-orders. Maybe. I don't know. It could be open to everyone. Um, the 9th through the 12th. Um, so if there is any interest, you know, go check it out. Um, but we talked about it a little bit before the show. Um, it, for me, it feels kind of like... Uh, it feels like an interesting story, um, but comfort food as well. It, it's not like... like re. It's not like reinventing the wheel... Um, it's an MMO like you think it probably should be. Um, 
I don't see a lot. I didn't have a lot of like bug issues, which was really cool. Mm. I expected it to be, just be like a big old pile of shit. Um, and no, it was fun. Uh, the weapons were pretty interesting. They have skill trees that you unlock as you play. Um, and I did everything solo, which was another, um, you know. Yeah, that's huge that it's, it's at least possible to get some progress playing solo. Because I know that there's some MMOs that don't. But you're basically expected to be in a team at all times. Yeah, and, and I can almost guarantee that you know you'll be expected to be in a team for any kind of mid to late game stuff. That, yeah. yeah, some of the stuff that you'll want to do, and that's fine. Hopefully, by that time, you'll. I mean, I, I was playing. Um, I was probably right around. I was probably like eight or nine. I went into an area that was like sixteen, seventeen. I was actually just passing through, um, and. Another guy that was a couple levels higher than me, he was going through too, and he was getting his ass kicked, and I was getting my ass kicked. Nice. And we just kind of teamed up. We just followed each other. Just used you got like, your emotes. asses kicked together. Love that. Uh, no, we actually went through the area, defeated the boss, um, wow. got some new gear, gained about three levels, and then we were like, added each other uh, to the like in game friend thing, and then, you know, Sayonara. Yeah. So. Um, pretty cool. Lot, of course, lot to explore. I um, was talking with Austin a little bit just because uh, he expressed a bit of interest. But <clears throat> they have um, like three different factions. You're kind of joining one of the factions, and then that faction that you're in is in like a pull to uh, control different areas of the map. Um, mm. Completely optional. Uh, the same with um, PvP. You can turn it on and off by the click of a button i didn't mess with it at all um the pvp uh aspect of it i was just interested in you know checking out the crafting learning a bit about the story which was um kind of like a lost at sea bermuda triangle you're not getting out of here kind of thing mm-hmm. you're stuck on this new island um but yeah some unique weapons um like the caster stuff you you don't usually expect like um a wand or a staff or something they do have that you have like a fire staff a healing staff and then you have an ice gauntlet um kind of superhero-y it's kind of nice um and and the combat they keep it fresh by you know unlocking new things um area of effects uh passives that that happen when you have that weapon and more um so you know you can uh just pick up a weapon and you could be you know max level and be level zero with the weapon and kind of you know work your way back through it with that um it was fun almost kind of uh, like I, what they did in like final fantasy realm reborn where it's like you have to retrain a new level and yeah, classes and stuff right yeah it's less like job oriented mm-hmm. and more just like hey you're focused just on this weapon your level is this static level but your weapon level is just like a lower level so you're less experienced with yeah. the weapon that you're using um so, uh, yeah, I mean, I looked at it and I was like, okay, you know, 40 bucks, I, I, I'm into it. Um, so I picked it up. I'm going to check out that, uh, check out that, the beta. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm always, I'm usually down for a, a new, M- especially a new MMO. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I like the much idea. into it. Is there a monthly sub like past the original cost or what's no. going on with all that? No, I don't think so. Yeah. It looks um, like they get their money from the upfront purchase. Yeah. 
Um, I, I imagine there will be a, a sub, a, like a subscription, but I think it'll be like an optional thing. Like, you know, if you're going to be a hardcore player, yeah. Mm. Um, and that's what pulls me away from games so much, though. Like, I don't like the, the, the fracture off or the splinter off. Yeah, well, see, want... what they said is there will not be a sus- subscription fee to play New World. Um, there'll be a one-time purchase. It's 40 bucks for the standard edition. Um, there may be expansions or other things to spend money on in the future. Um, there is an in-game store, but mainly for purchasing cosmetic skins, home decor, and pets. Um, so as of right now, they don't even have the games of service model set in. Um, I think I just kind of heard about that uh, at some point. I, I don't even know if it was from like a reputable mm-hmm. like source. Um, and I think half of that is me just kind of expecting that's what's going to happen. Right. Um, but as of right now, no, you don't have you don't have anything extra that you have to pay for. Um, and yeah, I mean that's that, that's really nice. You know. Um, you don't have to worry about that upkeep, feeling guilty about paying for it and not playing it, and things like that. It's on my radar, at least. I'm just that's why I figured I'd ask because I'm not a big fan when they're. I would rather either have no sub and just buy the game and get through it, mm-hmm. or constant sub and keep doing it. Like that's why I'm totally fine with Final Fantasy 14. I hate the idea of the optional when you start splintering things off the way ESO did and stuff like that. It just got really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, you can buy this stuff, or you can do the sub that gets you this stuff plus this stuff, but if you buy this instead, you're going to be treated differently because of this. It's like, no, just fuck off. Give me something. Be consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm going in with... I'm going into the full game this beta with the exact same um you know with the exact same mentality i had going into playing it last sunday if if i don't like it that's fine um i I already had some fun with it um I, i do expect that i'll probably continue to have some fun with it at least for you know at least the first half of the game but um we'll see I was just about to ask what kind of combat it is, and then the little combat tutorial popped up on screen. So Perfect like, you know timing. what? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's it's pretty straightforward. Um, you know, like I said, it's not reinventing the wheel. I think every third attack does a, a stronger attack. You have light and heavy attacks, yep. um, and uh, you know, depending on the weapon, it changes the, the type of comp- You know, some weapons are faster, some are slower mm-hmm. and heavier. Um, but yeah, you get <clears throat> you get pretty much um, all of your uh, a lot of your stats from the gear that you pick up, which is cool. Um, I, I, I kind of like that because then you're kind of gearing yourself up that way. But you also have uh, your own, you know, standard D and D, you know, strength, dexterity, intelligence, all that jazz um, okay. that you're pumping points into. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun. Um, look up some videos. Uh, I, I'm not too sure if this um, is coming up. Um, open beta is, or this upcoming beta is just for pre-orders. But um, if it's not, yeah, if you're interested in, so them, I was check it out. I was curious before I even asked, and I googled it really quick just to see uh, if there was controller support at all because I have a loud ass keyboard mm. and I do like to stream a lot of stuff. Um, they did outright say that that's not something planned right now on their Twitter. 
but they also said that there's a range of third-party software you can always use to, to do that instead. So I'm, I guess I'm actually kind of glad they're okay with it's yeah, fucking use a third-party thing if you have to. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. When so many other companies are like, no, nah, fuck you, you can't use third-party shit. Stop that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, um, that's pretty much what I've been what I've been up to. Uh, Johnny, I assume you've still been playing Final Fantasy Pixel. Yeah, I uh, I wrapped FF2 Pixel Remaster uh, before last week's show. I started the Final Fantasy 3 Pixel Remaster on Friday. I actually streamed for almost seven hours on Holy Friday. Holy cow. Um, and I had people in my chat the entire time, which just hasn't happened in a while. Um, and it, I just kept going, and I was, I was really, really enjoying it. Um, and seeing as how I played the Final Fantasy 3 on... DS forever ago, which also transferred over to the the Vita version and all that stuff. Mm. Um, I played the crap out of it. I absolutely love it, and um, I talked about it a little bit before the show started. Um, now that I'm so far into this, remembering that this was a Nintendo game, um, it completely blows my mind, and I understand why we got Final Fantasy 4 as Final Fantasy 2 on the Super Nintendo. There's no way that we would have been ready for this at launch, like when it came out on the Nintendo way back. Um, the fact Is it just have, like physical limitations, or no? It's like the job system, just everything. Um, it has Final Fantasy three is the first one where you can switch your job on a whim, like as you unlock new jobs while playing. So to be able to be to, to be able to keep track of not only all of your gear, but to be able to switch your jobs around and everything and be like, oh, I need four mages right now. Oh, wait, I want to have a, a Viking in my team right now instead. Let me give a, let me have a Dragoon and a Black Mage and a Ninja and, like, to switch mm-hmm. all that stuff around all the time. It was, it was brutal because there's so much depth to it. Um, this makes me, once I wrap this, I kind of want to boot up the original NES version just to see how well it compares. I know it's not going to have those quality of life things like auto battle and yeah. and faster movement and stuff, but I really want to give it a shot because I've been seeing um, there are people trying to speedrun the original now, um, which is crazy to me. But it's weird that Final Fantasy three is now growing on me as one of my favorites. I've had a complete oh, yeah. blast with it so far. Um, it's been very, very enjoyable, and if I'm lucky, I might be able to wrap it up before Final Fantasy IV drops later this week. Nice. <clears throat> All right, so that's what we've been playing. Um, if you guys didn't know, this is the Mammoth Games cast. Um, weekly, a few of us get together. We kind of hash out some of the uh, weekly ongoings within the video game community, talk a little bit about what we've been playing. If you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesinc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff over there as well. Follow us on Twitter at mammothgamesinc so you know we go live. Do junk just like this. Um, we also do a monthly show talking about uh, uh, talking about all of the games coming out for the month uh some things that you can expect from your subscriptions and the like um give that podcast a listen if you haven't if you're listening to this live um hang out after this show we'll be recording that show um and if you want to join us live happens on sundays um usually right around yeah between 10 and uh, 11 uh we go Mm -hmm. live usually right in between there um 
something that we'll cover in both of those is your um, Epic Game Store freebie right now. It's um, Yoku's Island Express. Yeah. Um, interesting. You basically play... It's kind of like a uh, platforming open world pinball game. Yeah. Um, very, very weird. Uh, it looks like you play this uh, very small little... Um, almost like a ladybug looking character that um pushes uh i think it's your job to get mail from point a to point b so you're kind of pushing this ball and that's where the pinball aspect kind of comes into it yeah um it looks interesting if you're into platformers you're into puzzle games and exploration uh you can't beat free so go check that one out um as well uh that will be lasting up until september 9th um after that through the 16th you'll be able to pick up sheltered um which is um we already mentioned fallout shelter once uh it's kind of like fallout shelter um you get to make your character um it's a emotional survival management game um where you can go out and explore but you're really really the whole big piece is you're trying to manage your community um so you you can set up your rooms and and ladders to go further into your underground bunker and things like that um looks pretty cool i might actually give this one a shot just because i like the um i like the idea of going out and running into other people that that opportunity to you know um make friends or enemies just on those uh random whim encounters um so looks kind of cool that one um also coming up for freebies uh but let's jump into the news we had um actually after going through this we had a few big things happen um and a few things that are announced to look forward to yeah um the first one uh the uh ban on video games uh it's a weird thing to say ban but um, it's kind of a ban of video games in China. Um, it's a, more it's of like a restriction. A under, than a ban. under 18 time limitation and uh, certain purchasing capabilities are affected by that as well. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's weird because I... Th- this actually did come out before last week's show. We just didn't really bring it up. And we didn't really have like good reporting on what it was yet. Yeah. We didn't and we have still a lot. Yeah, and there's... True. I've already read... This, I've read different information from different places. Um, some places are saying that it is a, a general just restriction to to all video gaming, only between certain hours, certain times. Um, others have said it's just restricting online gaming. So, like, there's... It's, it's, it's weird. Um, but the, the big thing is, at, at a minimum, um, between certain hours of the day... It's the only time kids are at least allowed to play online video games now mm. on certain days. Yeah, so they're saying... A lot of the places are saying that if you're under the age of 18, you can play game, you, you can play games, but you can't play them for more than 90 minutes a day, Monday through Friday. On weekends or holidays, the number is um, increased to three hours. Um, I assume three hours a day. Yeah. Um, one of the other... Uh, bits here points out that um, not only uh, are you not allowed to game for more than this specific amount of time, 
Uh, it's also stating that um, you're not allowed to game between specific hours. Uh, I think it was 10, 10 to 8, something like that. And 8, 8 to 8. Yeah, so you can't yeah. do these like overnight sessions. Right. Um, was, was the quote I saw here. Um, so pretty interesting. Um, a lot of people are taking to like China's uh, like more monitored version of Twitter. Yeah, um, it, yeah, and saying you know like this, this is a, like video games are an uh, escape that some people go to. Mm. Um, so you know we'll see how 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 that's affected. They, the whole point is let's keep these children on track so they're more successful in life. Yeah, the primary than, things that they're talking about from their official. Um, you know, the news sources that are actually making this ban happen and everything, uh, the official government branches that are working on this, they're basically saying this is to make kids focus on school, um, to avoid video game addiction, um, mm-hmm. things like that. So they're, they're trying to, I mean, this is kind of something that the Chinese government does in general, which is like, if they see something that they believe is going to be a societal ill, or if it is already, then they think that they have to, like they have to take a step as a government to remove that societal ill or mitigate it. Right. So like, um, at basically at any cost. So, so I'm curious. Uh, We talked about it a little bit before the show of, okay, you know, you sign in through a, uh, like a portal, almost like VPN style. And, uh, that's what gives you access to games that are related to a network. But what about games that are not related to a network? Um, yeah, for your stuff that's that doesn't go online that you just play in your house. So I know consoles are a lot less popular in Asia in general, and especially in China. Um, mm-hmm. So most people play mobile games and uh, you know online games on on computers. Sure. So uh, this does hit the majority of their market, but obviously they can't stop you if you have a you know, Nintendo DS and it's not on the network. Right. What are they going to do? Physically come in your house? I guess they could, but yeah. But like, I, I wonder how that'll work in public. Like, Oh, are you playing a phone game? Oh, you can't play that. Or, you know, like, it, like if you have like, uh, like a, something downloaded to like your device, like your phone or something mm. that is offline that you can play. Um, or yeah, in the case of like, someone wandering around with a Game Boy Color, you know, playing, like, a Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that... I wonder how that... I wonder what repercussions we're going to see of of that. Or if there well, even the other, will be. The other big thing is, remember the age restrictions on there? I feel like by the time... I feel like there's going to be... If there's not already, there's probably some kind of weird curfew keeping you at home by then anyway. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be out in public doing that kind of stuff. You're going to get in trouble for being out in public doing anything already. Um, But also, if you remember the restriction on how many children a family can even have, it's not like it's going to be very hard to keep track. Um, Right. (laughs) Of how many kids there are. Yeah, they definitely know. Like, it's going to be very easy to be able to to keep track and and notice anything like that happening. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just anxious to see how how long this lasts or how this goes. This isn't the first kind of gaming and age based restrictions I've seen a country do. Um, pretty sure Korea did something recently. Um, bad Korea, not good Korea. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's weird. It definitely I don't know, man. It's it's so weird every time anything like video game crazy stuff happens when China's involved with it. It's always like, oh, what the? F I mean, I'm also not surprised. Um, like I, I want to be surprised. I really do. Um, I feel they like do have they have such a different approach. Yeah. Yeah. Then I and I think that's why it's hard for us to like wrap our head around and kind of like try to figure out because we're not used to that societal norm. I mean, this is this is kind of what they wanted. This is what America wanted 30 years ago. That's so. true. Yeah. <laughs> the early 90s video games are evil. You can't have them. Uh, you know what? You can have them, but only when you rent them on weekends. Like, no, get out of here. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's another thing that one of the articles, I think Kotaku mentioned, is that, I mean, they've known, like everybody in the country knew that this was coming because, you know, even in China, the government moves at a snail's pace on a lot of stuff. Obviously, if you wanted to really get ahead of video games, like you said, you would have wanted to hit 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, they, they've people have known this was coming for a long time. A lot of companies already have limits built in for kids. And in fact, some companies have stricter limits than what the government is now requiring. So they, they may reassess those limits or they may keep them and just say, you know what? We're stricter than them. If you like our games, you're going to have to deal with that. Yeah. So it's it is definitely super interesting to see like what's the response to this. Um, obviously, we've seen that everybody on Weibo is mad, but you know, being a little bit media. more being a little bit more restrictive with their own guidelines is probably a little bit of a blessing anyway, because mm. you know people are going to try to find some way to abuse the guidelines that are there or break the system. Oh yeah, all that stuff so is like, already. Um, yeah, that, to give somebody a little bit of wiggle room and they find a way to break it, but they're still within like the main confines. Yeah. then cool. Like, yeah, people good job, have you figured out a way around it. People have been able to figure out how to get past. Still just doing it. It's like the general VPN thing in China. Like, they don't actually really give a huge shit if you're getting around their firewalls and stuff. It's just they have to make the attempt. So the attempt yeah, is made. The big thing is a majority of people won't try to do that. Hmm. The majority of people are going to deal with it. Yeah, it'd be easier to just deal with it. Yeah. Um, I, I guess as something that's that's kind of random to throw in here uh, before we get to the next story, um, have you guys seen uh, uh, No Man's Sky's Frontiers update? Mm, I I've heard of it. I unfortunately do not have eyes, so I've heard of it, mm. but I have not seen it. It's brutal. It's yeah. It's just it it, it looks it, it looks really cool. I just figured. Um, I know, uh, Austin, you were talking a bit about um, Fallout and being interested in it. Yeah. And that's pretty much... It, it turned, it's basically turned... Um, <laughs> it's it's becoming basically Fallout. turned No Man's Sky into... Yeah, like a, a, like a sci-fi civilization builder. Nice. So they're trying to so, beat Starfield to market, basically. They may have already. <laughs> that's <yeah>. funny. <laughs> uh, so, something to check out. Yeah. Um, the next one was uh, something you were a little heated about, right, Johnny? Yeah, the next one was uh, it was something on, that I was going to bring up last week, but I didn't really think it was going to be too huge of a deal. I didn't want to I didn't want to dive into it last week with to be the headache that it was going to end up being. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, uh, we just recently this past week saw the a, a day off Twitch trending, uh, which was where a lot of streamers were saying, "Hey, we're not going to do it. We're going to get off Twitch. We're not going to be there. 
Um, we we don't want to be on Twitch for at least a day. We're tired of all of these hate-filled things happening and Twitch not doing anything about them. Mm -hmm. um, so really, it was a lot of racism, a lot of homophobia, a lot of just general hate spewing that had been happening on Twitch constantly with people running raids and bot-based raids and everything else to spam into people's chats and just destroy their streams. Yeah, and it was really weird um, stuff, too. Like, they would um, go into your chat on, like, off hours. Like, when you were... Yeah, yeah, people not... can go into your chat when you're offline. Yeah. And technically, per terms and conditions, per terms of service, you have to monitor your chat. You're responsible for anything that happens in it. So they would go in when you're offline into your chat, spam a bunch of stuff, and then report it and get you banned. Yeah. Um, and that was another thing that was happening a lot. So it, it's, it was happening to tons of people. It was always being a pain. Um, and then a, a lot of people kind of decided to band together and just, you know, generally go on strike and say, hey, we're not going to stream for a day. We're mm -hmm. going to stay off Twitch for an entire day. Uh, a lot of people held to it. There were some big Twitch, there were some big Twitch streamers that kind of said, uh, no, that's stupid because a bunch of small streamers dropping isn't going to matter and not going to do anything, right. which speaks volumes to the kind of crowds that are out there and mm -hmm. to how these kind of things keep happening. Um, I will just say, if you're ever a fucking big streamer and you think that doing and you call people out for doing something stupid like protesting, you can just get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, but. It has been happening so much that just people just got fed up. A lot of big-time streamers decided to say, hey, we don't want to deal with this. We're going to take the day off Twitch. Um, and even though a lot of people didn't think it was going to go as well as it did, there was a significant downtick in traffic. Um, yeah, I mean... some um, big streamers that decided not to do anything and went even even bigger than that. So... These, these kind of things are really tough because it, it does come up against something that I think we, we have talked about several times on the show, which is like, as a consumer, or in this case, even as a content creator, is it really even possible to have an impact on such a large business? Um, you know, people talk about things like, uh, you know, just general like boycotts of companies on certain days or things like that. And it's like, okay, does, you know, Amazon does not need your consumer business to function. They get so much money in government and, and business contracts that they don't actually need any user at this point. It's all just free money on top. So right. it is kind of like, you know, there, there are a lot of times when you can raise that question and say like, okay, can you, is it actually possible to vote with your dollar? Right. Um, so certainly for, you know, your local, uh, you know, t-shirt shop or whatever it is. But when you're talking about a business of this, this scale, again, Twitch is Amazon. So, like, Twitch does not ever need to turn a profit. Just, yeah. It, Amazon can just turn it off whenever they feel like it. Yeah, it's going to exist until they don't want it to exist right. anymore. So, it is, it is, uh, it's interesting to have seen that this did seem to have, a, hopefully, a noticeable impact that will cause uh, Amazon to think again, right? Well, um, looking looking at that side of it, um, they uh, saw let's see uh, uh, it was between a, between a 7 to 12 percent dip drop yeah mm. um, so not too big and I That's wonder noticeable. how it's noticeable um, but 
I wonder how much of that. Yeah, I wonder how much of that. I know some people had been jumping ship. I know one um, really big streamer, Tim the Tatman, he had bounced from Twitch uh, to YouTube. Mm. Um, so I wonder what kind of things like that are also uh, affecting into that. those numbers. Yeah. Yeah, another thing that, that makes a difference too is that this was September 1st, which is the beginning of their annual, like every September they do September, where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you get discounts on new subs to be able to subscribe to people. Um, but I think more than it being a dollar thing, it's just a it's just a convey the message thing. You know, yet like you said earlier, it's not going to cost them anything. They're not really going to lose money. It's not like it's that huge of a deal for them. Mm. But it's the message. It's the fact that it is big enough that enough people have noticed it and even CNN reported on it. So, yeah. Um, yet again, it's one of those things where we're seeing video game stuff be a more mainstream addressed issue. Um, in China, we got it. <laughs> or one thing China, I China say, like, bans it. Yep. One thing I'll say is super upsetting was that aside from all the people that were like against the the stuff against the day off anyway because they're jackasses where there were so many people i saw still using the just chatting uh, station Mm. that blows my channels which is just like to kind of have a little talk show like one-on-one i'm just going to talk to the crowd thing and they were talking about why they were doing a day off twitch (laughs) while they were on twitch yeah Uh, you know not everybody's (laughs) gonna get it (laughs) Uh, yeah, I think yeah. it kind of went over their head. Always going to have bit. a couple dum dums, and it just it 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 was staggering when I saw it happening. I was like, "Are you are you are you do you not understand anything about nope. the, what?" They should like, have read the what? syllabus, to be honest. I was so oh, I was so mad, but like, it was it was just stupid. Yeah, I, I knew, about that. Um, but I <laughs> it was weird though because I I normally don't stream on Wednesdays anyway. My Fridays are my normal stream days when I can. Um, but I found myself struggling, like, on my lunch break or before I went into work and after I got off work, um, trying to find something that wasn't me pulling up Twitch. Yeah. Because more than just people not streaming, I think one thing that didn't really get addressed much was, you know, don't go watch either. And everything I saw was only about... I'm not going to stream on this day, but it's like, dude, we should also say that we're not going to watch on this day because that wasn't really brought up a lot. But I, I didn't. Like, I, I specifically did, I avoided everything I could. Have. Every time I would find myself pulling it up out of habit, I was like, no, no, close. I don't need you. I don't need you. Get out of here. Um, and I found something else to do. So I, I feel like considering all of the hype was pushed toward don't stream on this day there wasn't really a lot of press talking about don't watch on this mm-hmm. day um, to still see a 7 to 12% drop like that with people only actively saying don't stream uh, I still think that's pretty big yeah it was definitely organized really quickly it seemed like um, not a lot of um, hmm, how do I say this without being mean it just didn't have enough like planning behind it I think to be really super effective and like you said even with that sm- much smaller amount of um much smaller amount of understanding of what boycotting on Twitch is, uh, it still had a, you know, possibly a 10% effect, which is pretty yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, we can average it and just say that even like yeah. it's, it was still, it was still impactful. Um, the big thing is it's just like 
fucking take care of your people. That's what this is about. Yeah. Stop allowing so much racism and hate to get spewed out there. It's no different than other social media platforms where people are getting away with stuff constantly. Yeah. That if you report them for anything serious, it doesn't matter. I have a friend that's being harassed constantly on Twitter by having things screenshotted and shared on Twitter because someone on her friends list is secretly feeding info to some asshole mm-hmm. online that is it's targeted harassment and the, they're not doing anything yeah, the companies just don't, don't care. care well it, part part of it is too like again this is like I, I feel like I say this a lot this is kind of a societal problem where like we just don't know what the response is if somebody is just like bad like you just if you're a problem in public what is the response to that what do we do about it and like it just it's not it's not known like these well, content moderation teams are already i mean there's been tons of reports about like the major psychological damage that people take working on these content moderation teams and facebook and stuff so it's like and that's that's when like you know two percent of reports even get looked at or something so like if we moved it out to a wide scale we would have like mass suicides like people jumping out of buildings and shit so it's like it's it is kind of weird like how do we even deal with this yeah i think going back to the societal thing it's like you're really in it's really ingrained to like keep your head down and like push forward Mm -hmm. kind of mentality um you know it's kind of like put your blinders on keep your eyes on your own paper yep yeah yeah, we're, we're kind of taught focus on your own problems don't worry about someone else which is the opposite of how we should really be we should kind of as a species we do as we've done which is take care of each other um because we wouldn't have gotten where we are if we didn't originally so now we're just at a point where people are learning that they have all these tools at their at their helm to purposefully targeted damage other people um, like my friend has their employers and recent and previous employers and contracts they've worked with tagged in these in these posts trying to call them out and yeah. harass them and it's just like you have nothing better to do than creep up on someone's profile or find someone's info and then post things about it and, and harass them and when it comes to this it's like you have nothing better to do then jump into a channel and spew a bunch of hate and race racial slurs and homophobic slurs in someone's chat just to upset them yeah. like it's bad enough like i shouldn't have to go in and turn my subscribers or my chat settings to subscriber only or emote only when i'm offline right but the fact that that's something I have to focus on doing now because it's just randomly happening and I get hit with a random hate raid and get my stuff shut down for nothing that's my own fault. Yeah. It's it's awful. And I think that's the one of the worst things about all of it is people are getting their stuff ripped apart, which could be their financial livelihood. Exactly. Over nothing that's their fault. Yeah. Over other people coming in. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, crazy. <clears throat> it's crazy. I mean, it's it's a tough thing because I mean, it's it has a, like a monetary value attached to it for certain people, mm-hmm. and when there's that sense of like like an, anonymity, yeah, yeah, being anonymous, you know, um, there's no repercussions, and it, it's. 
I, I mean, it's like how how do you combat that when someone can, you know, you can shut down their account, um, and then they can just make another one and do the same thing. They likely yeah, already like, have several the, accounts because yeah, the that's how they're making on, work. The best you can get on some platforms is like an IP ban, like mm-hmm. just shut you the hell down completely, like stop. But even then, that doesn't fix everything, right? Right. Um, but it's it's it sucks because this is this isn't the first awful thing that's happened in Twitch in waves like this. Mm-hmm. Um, months ago, when they introduced like um, animated emo- animated emotes, they had an issue where there were people raiding into certain channels and dropping what looked like huge bit like huge uh, bits, like just little donations in there. Mm-hmm. Um, with emo- with little like animated uh, emotes in there that made it look like they were actually giving someone bits or dropping bits in a channel. And if someone didn't have their alerts set up or if someone's alerts were broken, which is known to happen quite a bit, mm. they'll just get a little thing that says, oh, you just got all, the- all this money, basically, in their chat. And it's like, oh, my God, seriously, thank you guys so much. That's amazing. And they come out and realize, like, it was all fake. It was somebody raiding in and, and fake dropping bits. Mm. So they actually got nothing except their hopes up which is another heartbreaking thing like for some people this is something they've always wanted to do or never thought they do and then found that community connection and a lot of people are just there to hang out with the community that likes to watch them um i'm definitely not doing it to make money but i had really supportive friends that helped me get to and help me do what i've been doing Mm -hmm. And I've had people drop in, and I get excited if someone drops in and follows, or someone new drops in the chat and starts talking. If someone were to drop into my chat and start dropping money or dropping <coughs> subs and bits and stuff, Sus. I'd lose my mind. That'd yeah. be amazing. <laughs> yeah. But to find out if someone did that and then it was actually nothing, it was all just someone scamming me and trolling me, I, I'd be devastated because I'd be so excited for a minute thinking about what kind of good that could actually do and then realizing, like, oh. That was yeah, a lie. That, was, that, that was, was somebody all, making was, fun of me. Yeah. yeah, that was all a lie. And if I'm lucky at all, I might have gotten a few cents out of the ad revenue of somebody sitting through an ad to wait to do that mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, yeah, it's it, and I mean, I, I think a lot of this is just because of the anonymity. Like, it makes it that you can't. It, like, it's not that you won't. It's it, literally you can't hold somebody accountable for what they're doing. And, yeah, uh, yeah unpopular. Well, I mean, opinion that's the other thing too. To is that. like. It can't. There, there, there are ways that Twitch could very easily go in and just stop certain, like just drop the man hammer on on people that are yeah. doing it. Well, you Twitch, know. Twitch has a really bad. They say they do X, Y, Z, and they really do not. Yeah. Um, straight up, like they're like in just in a personal case, I over five years. I sent them several emails with like, uh, like screenshots and things like that. Hey, I want my username. This person has been squatting on it and the- hasn't done anything with it for ten years. Yeah, and yeah. and they're like, oh well, you know, follow these guidelines. We recycle them after. I think it was like uh, I don't even remember it anymore. It was I think it was like in between a year and two years of inactivity. no activity. Yeah. Um, it was five years of no activity. Um. Yeah. No, it never happened. Um, and I checked. I that was back when I streamed regularly. I streamed several times a week, um, for a lot of a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and yeah, that never happened. That's one of the big things that drove me away from streaming. I was like, how is this, like, how is this fun? Like, they're not doing anything to assist me. More yeah. so, I'm making them money. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't like that. I just, I, I would enjoy a community. I would enjoy, like, I had, I had some massive streams. Um, and I would enjoy to continue with that community. But, like, how, like, I don't know. Like, how, how can you? When you're watching, especially when you're watching that other person, in my case, that other person's um, uh, followers go up because people are following them because they think it's me. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not a problem for someone who's earning you money and versus someone who's not earning you money. And I'm telling you about it right now yeah. for the third time. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I, I mean, it, it goes to show that, again, like, they, you know, they, this is a thing on, you know, this has been a long debated thing on YouTube and everything. Like, these companies don't really care about their content creators, despite the fact that you're the one that's making the shit that people go to look at that gives them money. Right. Um, they really are just... The viewers are the ones watching the ads. We don't really give a shit about anybody else. They'll go watch somebody else if they want to. Yep. It is brutal. I recommend them to, actually. Like, please. Yeah. <laughs> go, like, go watch somebody else that you're not, that, that you haven't been watching. Like, go find something new. It's, <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, it, it, it is what it is. I think at the end of the day, it's one of those things you, you can't, like, we could talk about it. We could talk about this every single day we could devote yeah. our entire it's, show it's to been this. like this it would change a decade literally nothing yeah 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 like it just it, it sucks it was it was nice to see people do something it is and nice to I see will, the dip i'll say with yeah that dip like that for a lot of people that like people want to say like oh that's not much but like that's huge it's noticeable like for someone it, that for someone to be able to round up a really quick social media, like this was mostly seen on Twitter and stuff, mm -hmm. of people saying like running hashtags on there, saying, you know, hashtag a day off Twitch and, and all that stuff. That's huge. Yeah. Like that's a very big like thing, especially when you had some big streamers calling people out saying that's a stupid idea, mm -hmm. and that they would do it in a heartbeat if all the other big streamers would. But since the other big streamers won't do it, they won't do it. Fucking coward. Like, that's some bullshit. But to see people be able but, to, like, to see this happen is awesome. Yeah, the 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 big thing is this is going to, like, it, it, it'll, it, it will show in it's an indicator. some sort of meeting, mm -hmm. hey, this, we had a dip. We had a dip yeah. of over we 10%. Dip. It was because of this. And this it's, is where it came from, and maybe we should actually try to address that issue. Mm -hmm. Nah, it's gonna be like this right here from South Park. the The BP, we're sorry, sorry. Yeah, they, ultimately, they just kind of don't give a shit. I think. Yeah, they they there's no. It's way. too expensive to give a shit. Even if even if they do give a shit, it's gonna be such a short lived thing that the next thing. I mean, that's the thing with consumers. Like, yeah. oh, what's that? Like, oh, no, we're on this. Oh, what's that? Like, it, it's, you know, something new will come up. This will be pushed aside. We'll forget about it. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Um, but it is good that it definitely, it was able to. Have like, something. Able to, it did something. Yeah, like manifest itself uh, quickly and then have 
an impact where they had to talk about it at some point. Mm-hmm. And with any luck, somebody I mean, in that meeting will go, shit, that is a problem. I you mean, know, it, that would not, be the best case scenario. It's not the first time that something has come up that made Twitch change something. No. They had to change, they, they, didn't they, you know, the, the PogChamp emote? Yeah. They, they changed that. Yeah. That was a weird yeah. one. I think that was more of an internal thing, too. That, that, that like, that directly, like, uh, and this is, all of these problems, they should see it as directly, like, affecting them, but that's such a simple fix. Whereas something like this is a much harder fix. I mean, what would they do? Uh, Remove raids? Altogether? And how? I mean, it won't be that, but I think it'll come down to holding people accountable and if you're reported for it or maybe looking at those people that are offline when shit's happening in their chat and change that yeah you can't like, be held oh, responsible yeah, dude, if you're not fucking there. there like i'm sorry yeah yeah that that's that's a good that's a good solution but it still doesn't stop what happens live as right. well and that i mean maybe it does yeah. become you know subscribers are the only ones who are allowed to talk permanently like that just becomes a blanket. Man, that's hard though. That's that's a hard thing. That's a hard way. It's harsh. It, it makes yeah. everybody that is not big. No, you know I don't think I mean? it'll. I don't think it'll ever come down to something like that. I, I, I really so do. Just think that making it easier to be able to report things and. Well, I mean, they've said that they certain... only even look at five percent of reports. So if it's easier to report things, then they're now only going to look at one percent. I mean, well, I mean, having it be easier to, to report the right things, having things, having the filters kind of by default ready to catch certain things instead of making that be a responsibility on the streamer too. Like, yeah. I shouldn't have to go in and program a bunch of specific things into my channel just to have it done. Like, if there are, like, if there's the the fucking buy more viewers bots that is still out there, buy more followers bots that still exist that hit channels in waves of like. Oh, cool, there's the buy more followers bot. Let me shut him down and ban him. Oh, there's another one. Let me ban him. Let me ban this third one. Let me ban this fourth one. Like, if you're doing that so many times or if you're reporting that, because I've seen the exact same copy-paste sentence that comes from all those bots, that if one of those gets reported, they should be able to copy-paste that exact thing and just mass ban every if anybody says that you're automatically banned yeah yeah because like you're not going to by dumb luck in any meaningful way say exactly what that fucking bot says with certain letters capitalized and then lowercase and then like all these exclamation points right there it's a full sentence if that sentence if you hit the lottery on saying that in natural conversation kudos to you you won the I don't know what you're on (laughs) you won the Darwin Award (laughs) But, like, it's it's easy to fix some of that stuff. Like, right now, I should I would have to go into my chat and strongly edit what words are and aren't allowed in my chat. Yeah. I shouldn't have to go in and that say... That is what I did, though. I shouldn't have to go in and say, no, you can't say this racial slur. No, you can't say this homophobic slur. No, you can't say this word. Like... I shouldn't yeah, have to that, go in and say that. That's what I did when I was setting up my when I was setting up my stream. I went through and I was like, "These are words that, like, you definitely can't say." Yeah, like that's the thing is like that. Some of those words you shouldn't have to go. You in shouldn't have and to put in there. 
Some but, of those words should already be caught and be like, yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a hard no on that hard end word there. That's not happening. Right. Um, like some of those things you shouldn't have to go in and do. They should just be there. It, yeah, that yeah. should be a default for sure. Um, and I think that would kind of help too because some people, there are people that don't have access to all the same resources that we do by having a full PC setup and everything. There are still people streaming straight from their consoles that don't have the ability to go in and set up a bunch of stuff yeah. like chat restrictions and stuff. So if they get hit with that kind of thing and it destroys them, that could just ruin everything for them. That could cause so many more problems. Yeah. I've, the, I think the most fun I've had in the past few weeks is there are other people streaming the Pixel remasters right now that I've gone in and, and just started started chatting with them, started following people that have, like, no one else following them. They're not doing anything else crazy. They're just playing through the Final Fantasy series in order for the first time ever. And I'm like, you know, that's great. I, I want to watch you and see how you enjoy this stuff for your first experience with it. And to think that someone that's out there trying to have fun with, like, one or two or no viewers mm-hmm. could randomly fall victim to something like this and get them shut down is the worst. Because... Nope. They're not gonna want to come back. They're and, never gonna want to try it again. Yeah, they'd be right it to could, not want to come back. It could All ruin right. the taste of those games for those people. Then mm-hmm. that's true. Like, how awful would it be if all you wanted to do was stream some of your favorite games and you never thought you would before, but you're doing it, and then suddenly you're talking to someone that's really cool, and then out of nowhere you go to log in one day and you're banned. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you're gonna start associating that game with that event of you getting banned. And you're not going to want to fucking play it anymore. Yeah. like, So basically, it's like, figure it out, Twitch. Like, yeah. you got to you gotta do something to yeah, it's like like you can't mitigate put, these, these you, things. You can't leave everything in the hands of the creators. You yeah. have to manage your tool set. Yeah. So. All right. Um, moving along, Brian's not here. He did pop in two articles. Uh quickly go over them uh ps5 and xbox series x component shortage may uh may last until 2023 and horizon forbidden west for ps4 to ps5 upgrade is uh uh that's free right they it, well, well here, here they we changed go so it to free. or is it 10 bucks now it was gonna well here's the deal horizon forbidden west was originally were originally saying there was not going to be an upgrade path from the ps4 to the ps5 version uh, and that meant there wasn't going to be a get it for free upgrade if you bought the ps4 version to ps5 there wasn't going to be a pay 10 or 20 bucks to upgrade to the ps5 version yeah it wasn't possible those were not going to be options unless you bought like a big ass collector's special giant edition of the game um but if you bought one of the superior versions of the game they were going to give you that benefit which was cool but Mm -hmm. if you just bought the base game they were not going to give you that but a lot of people kind of raised hell and said, guys, when you announced that this game was launching early in the PS5 life cycle, you said it was going to be a free upgrade. So what mm-hmm. changed? And then they kind of went back and realized like, oh, fuck, you're right, we did. Um, yeah, our bad. We'll give you the free upgrade on this one, but this is the last time we're doing it. It's uh, yeah. it's funny, though, because someone pointed out to me earlier today that the PS4 version and PS5 version is still priced differently. Yeah. So, which is really funny. Cool. You can just automatically save ten bucks by forcing. Yeah, the, uh, if you're a digital guy, upgrade. buy the PS4 copy digitally, then do your yeah. free upgrade. Don't be an idiot. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure they'll fix that at some point too. I don't know why they wouldn't, but they did also say that going forward now, 
there um, the, the there's not going to be that free upgrade um, process it's going to be you know buy the PS4 version uh, pay 10 bucks more to upgrade to the PS5 version yeah okay so this will be uh, will be a free upgrade yeah this, this is, is be pretty the last much the last one yeah. yeah this is the last one and it's only because they're going back to their what they had um, initially said promise. they would right yeah. Okay. So this article from The Verge saying ten dollar upgrade is not correct. No, they're committing to ten dollar digital upgrades going forward. Going forward. Yeah. Okay, so that is correct. But Yeah, so like God of free. War, Gran Turismo seven, and oh, yeah. all the other first party games, you'll have to pay you'll you will have a ten dollar digital upgrade option for PS four for players wanting the PS five version of the game. Yeah. Rad. Cool. Which, and I mean, honestly, I'm still fine with that as long as it's actual extra con- like extra things happening. If it's running that much better, if it's taking advantage of that hardware, that's fine. I'll fucking give you the ten extra bucks for a better version of it. Right. Yeah. It's. I, it's. This is. If this is the stake that I have to have in the whole, stop fucking making everything stake. on last gen so I can experience it on proper gen. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> like. If this is the middle ground that I have to settle on, it's fine. Sure. But as long as I know the games aren't being held back anymore. I And and <laughs> mentioning these two saying, oh, like, Brian's not here. This one, I, I didn't expect for us to get into a, an actual conversation about this quite like that. I was I was hoping to be like, okay, and then, and then, you know, like, joke around and go back. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, it is good that they are doing the... Um, you know they've kind of like drawn the line in the sand. Hey, no. yep, this one's free. Ten dollars beyond this. I like that. That's good. Um, the other one, the PS4 and Xbox Series X component shortages, PS5. Um, possibly or PS5 uh, shortages until 2023. Um, really comes down to a uh, looks like from this article from Games Radar, which yeah, kind of talks a little bit about uh, Toshiba's power regulator chip, which are used in they say here everything. Um, from cars to other consumer electronics, um, it'll remain very tight until uh, September next year. Um, yeah. So that's something. Uh, you know, I expect that. I say, um, if you are having an issue getting um, a system, keep an eye out for those uh, special edition systems. Actually, mm-hmm. that's actually a really good workaround because probably easier if, to get. Yeah, if you can pre-order one of those and and uh, go from there, you really don't have to worry um, too much. E- a little bit easier than um, you know PlayStation Direct dropping dropping them or Walmart or you know whatever other retailer drops them um, and them just being like ate up by bots. Um, so you know a little um, less expected. I know that's how I got my pre-order. Like. We didn't know when that was going to go live, but I know I was ready, um, and I think the vast majority of the rest of us were ready. I know, Austin, you had some issues. Yeah. Um, but we were still able to get you one just by, you know, keeping Brute it forcing it. Pretty much, yeah. Going somewhere where not a lot of people, where you had to pay for a subscription to get one, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, a little bit of... Um, little bit of info on the um, hardware front there um getting some like you said that is affecting cars and stuff too because i just saw a news article about that that ford and gm are cutting back total number of cars they're making which is probably good for the world 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I'm really hoping that that will lead forward to uh, a more electric push. Sure. Um, I mean, those also need here those, here but... here in the next here in the next like five or ten years. Yeah. Um, I know that's kind of a plan uh, that that they that they've had, but you know, plans never really go the way you want them to. Yeah. So. Um, but aside from that, uh, there is a PlayStation Showcase. It is happening September 9th, um, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That would be 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, have they really announced what they're going to be talking about? They've really just said it's going to be 40 minutes, include an update from PlayStation Studios and the uh, industry's most imaginative developers. Um, for games releasing this holiday and beyond. Yeah, mm-hmm. the only thing they've really told us is they're not going to see VR. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Never going to see I'm, VR. I'm kind of cool with that because we just got some hard, you know, we recently got uh, hardware. I would like to see things that are functioning on that specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's cool. So, um, um, yeah, they, they didn't give us exact details on the uh, PlayStation Showcase, but we did get exact details for Tokyo Game Show 2021. Hell yeah. um, so that'll be. I always love the artwork they use for their shit, yeah. man. This yeah. is a gorgeous so image. Good. Yep. So yeah, this is from uh, September 30th to October 3rd. Um, so on the 30th, they're having their opening keynote. Uh, they have a. Game Show 2021 special, Gamera game now, uh, King of Fighters special program, uh, SK Telecom game show, Team Madness, Microsoft, Konami, Spike Chunsoft, D3 publisher, Capcom, Izanagi Games. Um, so I guess, yeah, like, so already, yep. October 1st, Tokyo Game Show official program undecided. So they're like, I, that makes me think there's going to be an announcement that they're going to talk about a lot. Yeah, and they just yeah. don't want um, to put their foot in it and really reveal that, it. Really. That or at least we have all these companies. At least have, they just have their times. They don't know what they're talking about yet. Right. Um, so yeah, Level Five, that's, Sega, that's Atlas, fine. Bandai Namco, Square Enix, Five Hundred Five, Happy Net, uh, and then October second, yeah, Tencent, Japan Game Awards, uh, Lilith Games, Warpath, new game release conference, uh, Gung Ho Online. Uh, 2021 Game of the Year Division, Koei Tecmo, Konami, uh, DMM, I haven't heard of them. And then... uh, Undecided, obviously. A a new ARPG uh, from S-Game, Japan Electronics, Arc System Works, that'll be cool. Uh, More Game Awards, 110 Industries New AAA Products. Hmm. So I wonder if that's on like the dev side, kind of sounds like. Uh, NCSoft, Gung Ho again, Ubisoft... AK Racing, Wright Flyer Studios, MiHoYo, Genshin Impact, Finger, uh, Grand Saga, and uh, Tokyo Game Show 2021 ending. And there will be a Tokyo Music Fest concert. Songs from Sonic, Monster Hunter, Final Fantasy, Tales, and more. So they're doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, Good luck. A lot of undecided. Good luck with the. Uh, COVID uh, Gamora variant. <laughs> I will watch safely from the bunker that is my house. Yeah. Um, oh man! If you click that link, it takes you to the uh, 
the what the orca the or, uh, orchestra concerts are going to be. Mm -hmm. Clicking on it. I'm on yeah, it's, it's it's gorgeous. So yeah, click that link for the official site, Ooh. and then scroll on down because Ooh. holy shit, Ooh. I'm definitely watching these. Okay. Yeah, it looks good. Final Fantasy X, I don't care as much about Metal Gear Solid 4, Genshin, Fantasy Star Online, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, oh, uh, Nobunaga's Ambition, Sonic Colors, and Monster Hunter. Um, wow. Number of songs is going to be uh, very Ooh. based on title. It's exciting. But then that Star Wars. Oh, man. Star Wars. the Resident Evil. Oh, I hope it's my favorite Resident Evil. Three and a half? Please, Clown Funeral. Um, I'm very excited to see later in that list, though, after Resident Evil, though, Nights and Dreams, Wild Arms, Wild Arc Arms. the Lad 2, and Suikoden. Suikoden. Um, so, Star Ocean First Departure, I hated the game itself, but <laughs> the music's good. Um, Wild Arms, though. Wild Arms is a series people keep forgetting exists. Same yeah. thing for Arc the Lad, and those were some of my favorites growing up. This got me really excited. Um, I would love that. I would love to be able to read into why they're choosing these songs, but I know better, so it's mm -hmm. fine. Um, I would love Wild Arms content or Ark the Lad content to be a thing. It's not going to happen, and that's just acceptable. It's fine. There's a lot of undecided stuff here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if they decided to like, if they would remake Wild Arms or remake the Ark the Lad series, I'd, I'd be done. I sunk <laughs> hundreds of hours into Ark the Lad as a high schooler. Oh, yeah. All right, and then the last one we tried to end on a uh, on an upper, not a downer. I know this is a different, a, a different, a different take for this show. Um, so you're welcome. Yeah, we um, kind of threw this on there as a contingency, but after thinking about it, you know what? It's still worth talking about because it's potentially <laughs> exciting. It's yeah. just a good looking console or handheld. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. I, I like it. I, I see, I see the Game Boy. And I just want to smile. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's, that was like very formative for me. Yeah, no, I mean, oh, especially yeah, the color. I don't mm -hmm. know because I don't know it carrying this big bulky thing and yeah. it being like thin. And I went from the gray color or the gray Game mm -hmm. Boy to the uh, uh, lime color, oh, and I was yeah, like, I bought, "This is the shit." Classic. This is I amazing. bought the. Uh, I had the original Game Boy. I got it when I was in third grade. I went through so many batteries. The lighting in my house was really poor. <laughs> So I sat on the stairs uh, where this, where that sunlight coming in the window made it the best option for me to play it, and I played Mario Land like mad. Mm -hmm. um, eventually, ah. I got the ice blue Game Boy Pocket, Hell and yeah. then I uh, ended up getting a Pokemon Special Edition Game Boy Color. Nice. I, I loved the little like Pelican made the little light that you could plug in on the side mm -hmm. when, to drain before battery faster to drain the battery. It faster. would kill your battery. Yeah. Whatever, but I could see. Yep. I felt like I had. The, I had the old Game Boy attachment that slid on the top that was the magnification screen yeah. and side lighting. Yep. yep, you could like fold it out yep. and it had like a little like window. Yeah, that was, that was I, terrible. I had that too. It was terrible, but again, felt like a god. <laughs> Look at all these attachments that I had on this thing. I can see it was anything. Awful. I could flip that thing over and I could totally shank someone. I had the Swiss Army attachment. Yeah, Swiss Army attachment. God damn. But the the big reason we mentioned the Game Boy is that uh, rumor is, and this is still big rumor, right. but a lot of places are talking about it. 
Um, apparently someone found that in the source code of the Nintendo Online stuff on the Switch it are two other emulators that haven't been used yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we already have one that represents the Game Boy, or one that represents the Nintendo games, one's for the Super Nintendo games. Um, people are thinking that these new ones are going to be for the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and maybe Game Boy Advance. And that would be a great thing to add value to the Nintendo Switch Online program as yeah. well. Yeah. Do it, you I, I, let's let's face it. They've been giving us mostly junk games on yeah. Nintendo Online. Which understandable. They started, ve- they started very strong, and it's weird that I still like some of the junk games they've been giving us. Like Claymates was dope. Yeah. But if they were to bring us Game Boy and Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance games, first of all, you only need the Game Boy Color emulator to be able to play all the free all the Game Boy and Game Boy Color stuff. But mm-hmm. then the GBA to play the rest. Yeah. Um, I'd be very excited, and there are some games I could definitely see getting dropped onto there. Um, I, I will say I would love to be able to run around and play the Super Mario Land on my Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, for, for me, I think... I don't think there's anything specific that I would be like, oh my god. Like, I feel like everything that Yeah, I'd have you... to look at the library and see if anything called out to me, for sure. Yeah, I mean, these things were um, Mario, Legend of Zelda, and Pokemon machines. Mm-hmm. For me. I, I Breaking out of breaking out of some of those titles, like, thinking outside of some of those titles, man, I don't know. Because A lot of it comes down to licensed games, unfortunately. Because I will say, some of the Ninja Turtles games on Game Boy were phenomenal. Um, but it, I, it also back then I, I don't think I played as like as many Game Boy titles because it was like, do you want to buy a game on your Game Boy or do you want to buy a game on your console? Yeah, and it's like definitely the console. It's just going to be better quality. So um, realistically, I I would say Mario Land, uh, probably uh, Link's Awakening as far as Legend of Zelda. Uh, Kirby's Dreamland, though, you know the first Kirby's Kirby. Dreamland was fun. Kirby's yeah. Dreamland was great. Uh, I would take the Game Boy Donkey Kong. I could see that being a thing. Um, maybe even some old school Bomberman happening there. But it gets to be a little bit wonky, and there's some weirdness in there. Um, realistically, though, we've already got Metroid, and we've got Super Metroid. Give us Metroid Two, and then on the Game Boy Advance side, give us Metroid Fusion. Then we'll have all the Metroids for the entire series up to dread on our switch like they have the ability to do this why aren't they cashing in on it i don't understand like what's the what's the what's the let's reserve this for a certain time yeah there i just i i i can't understand uh i can't understand that if we have the ability just waiting for enough of a lull like maybe it's enough waiting for enough of a lull like they're not losing money anywhere yet so well they don't have to put it everything out for it they can put out hey we have this block of games here's 12 games uh for you know i don't know like the n64 era Mm -hmm. or something here they are you you can have those uh, on the switch you know and then add add to that i don't know i I don't know it 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 all seems like it's a dollar thing for them but they're already getting the you know subscription or whatever maybe change the tier make yeah. make an make an ultimate no don't don't you dare don't you dare tell <laughs> it's them it's not going to matter they're going to they want to make they money would, they wouldn't know how to um i i think it's more of a back pocket thing when they start it's, to see things dip 
and then make this new announcement. Cool, now more people are hype on it again. That's right. Um, you've you've got to let the interest fade. And right now, Nintendo has still been like the top. The, the Switch has still been the top seller for a couple years now. Um, so but their online is by far the worst. So this thing that hasn't mattered. But it hasn't mattered. It should matter. And we already know that Nintendo has never cared about their online. Um, this would realistically just be a thing where if they saw things start to dip, if we start to see a downward trend, I could see them keeping that for a back pocket. But we're at the point now where it's been long enough. I don't think we have to wait for back pocket anymore. Um, I, I really do see them, if, if this stuff comes true, um, I see them making the announcement in the coming months and saying, hey, here's Metroid Dread, but why not play the rest of the Metroid series while you're at it and just have those on there. Um, some of it might come down to licensing rights, though, which will be the hardest part. A lot of those Game Boy games were, like, sublet out to different companies and, and different yeah. licenses are there. Um, like, even Legend of Zelda, um, Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons, which are two of my favorite Zelda games, uh, those were Capcom. Those weren't Nintendo. Yeah, just everything that they do, every time I look at it on the back end, I'm like, man, it's really scummy. Yeah. Like, why, why are they holding this? They're, like, holding things that people like hostage. So there's no other way they can get it, and they shut down ways I mean, that... They're not really even holding it hostage. It. I just think they don't care. They just they just don't care enough. Like, if it were more vindictive, I would see holding hostage, well, but I, they don't care. No, I disagree. I, I think mean, they are vindictive, because if you vind- yeah. try to emulate that or mod that shit, they will fucking annihilate you from orbit. Yeah. It, it's very I think it's very vindictive I yeah. think they're just holding it like they're, they're holding it above the gamers heads look what we have but when when are you going to be able yeah, to play don't, it and don't if you, you dare even attempt to play this <clears throat> oh you want it well go buy it off of eBay yeah. for you know two hundred dollars or whatever like, right. it's weird that this this brings up another point that uh, I saw recently like a couple days ago um, the 2d um, remake the 2D fan made remake of Metroid Prime um, that mm-hmm. was like really cool finally got a cease and desist to tear it down yep. but somebody on Twitter pointed something out and when they shared the news article about it they were like guys when the fuck are you going to learn just make your own game nothing yeah. is stopping you from being inspired by these things if That's it's true. truly that fucking good just make your own game yeah. like yeah. it can be heavily inspired by Metroid and still be a baller ass game as you've just made it's just a different character. That's not Samus. That's not it, Samus's ship. It, like, it, it it's, is that's kind all of it a, takes. Like so, some of these people are are good at what they do, but they're not as imaginative um, to be able to make their own thing. So they could, you know, pop in a different character and make the levels look purple instead of you know green or whatever. Yeah, it's like the difference um, between fan fiction <clears throat> and writing a novel, right? Yeah, it's really going to be a ripoff. You're not going to get that sell a- a- as much. And I-, I bring it back to games like uh, what was the name of that? Um, the the guys that were making the Resident Evil Two remake, uh, and then Resident Evil Two was announced, and then they had to remake their entire <laughs> game. Um, I want to say they were like infected. It was like infectious publish. I don't remember. Um, or infestation. I, I don't remember. It was something. It, it was something very like, uh, very much like Biohazard inspired okay. uh, name of of the studio that was working on it. And then they like remade. It. I think they named it Daybreak 
I think it's like Daybreak 1998 or something like that. Hmm. Um, no, I can't find it. Wait. Oh, Daymare 1998 is what it was called. Um, oh, my God. The ultimate version of a nightmare. It's a Daymare. Yeah, the Daymare. <gasps> um, Man. It, that it, was such a good movie. It looked good. The, their game looked fantastic. But as soon as it was, like, not Resident Evil 2 anymore. Yeah. It was Invader Studio. Nobody cared anymore. Um, looking at it here on... Uh, yeah, looking at it here on uh, Steam, um, mostly positive across the board. Hmm. So good for them. It looks like they made a solid game. The game does look good. Um, but it did lose that um, that luster. Attention, yeah. Yeah. So, but, like, that's that's the big thing, though. Like, if you, if you look at it, if, if I were to go back and play something as simple as like axiom verge i can tell that that was a super love letter from the original metroid like it was mm-hmm. phenomenal it was definitely super super inspired by that still an amazing game um there's a lot of other i've seen a ton of really dope indie games that are very mega man vibey okay. that are still cool i've seen a lot that are very top down zelda vibey that are still cool so there's a lot there and for a lot of those it really is just like yeah, let this start as your inspiration. That started as that, and it looks very similar to it. But now you know what? Now that you know that this feels right, transition over. It's not that anymore. Now it's a game heavily inspired by this to become this, um, which does eventually get into its own headache as well. Um, I, I will say the whole heavily inspired by can cost you money in the end too, as we've recently seen from music on TikTok of all things. Mm-hmm. But... God, that's some that's a whole other nightmarish ball game. It just um, it, trying to capitalize on something that has so much nostalgia, when you create your own thing from it though, it comes off looking exactly like this Daymare game. The the main character is like really rigid. The world looks really cool. You can tell they spent a lot of time on the world. Hmm. But it's um they had to tear everything down and then rebuild yeah. everything. Um, so it, it's such a weird thing because, you know, they might not be that type of creative. They might not be the, um, even if they do write the story, they're like, okay, now how do I do that? I've never done that before. Um, so looking at something and copying it is much easier than looking at something and going, okay, now how do I make that my own thing? And make it believable. And make it not seem like a cheap ripoff of this other thing. So, it, man, it's it's so it's so hard. And I know I can't be the only person who, like, it, especially people that have, like, made things for games before, look at that and, and realize that that's, um, you know, a risk that you run with. Yeah. But, I mean, we do get some good stuff out of it, too. It's true. So, I was just watching the video for the Daymare game, and it's. I'm like, I want this a medium amount. <laughs> <laughs> the, the world looks cool. The world looks great. The zombies and the enemies look really good. But then the main characters and and even the um, weapons. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, boys. What's the price tag on that? Oh, it has a demo. Oh, there you go. 
That's a demo, guys. Go play Daymare 1998. Check it out. Um, but that's it for the show. Um, if you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesinc. Check all the top news and video game stuff there. Follow us on Twitter at mammothgamesinc so you know when we go live and do stuff just like this. Uh, for Austin, for Johnny Riot, myself, um, thanks for joining us. And have a good one.